During my time with the hammer, it felt more like a fight. I was duking it out, much like MMA or a boxing match. The hammer clubbed the monster, and the monster smacked me back. I felt little to no guilt, no matter the difficulty of the fight. But while even just learning the charge blade while fighting the Anjanath, I felt something different. This wasn't hunting. It was slaughter. And that is from a little piece I wrote about Monster Hunter. Uh, untitled piece at the moment, which will be published at or before the publishing of this podcast. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler, and I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter, Tyler. Playing a lot of that engine ass. You know, engine re- referencing a take that is not going to be in the podcast because my mic wasn't on is not going to be helpful to the audience in any respect. I'm just saying what you just read sounded like you said engine ass. Again, it sounded like engine ass again. Yeah. And engine I ass. Love, I love the idea of the engine ass. The engine. I think that's cool. The engine ass is a boss fight in a sequel to Job Simulator. Maybe. Or it's also like I'm thinking of like Thomas the Choo Choo Train. Oh, God. Come on. And there's like a leave Thomas alone. Leave Thomas alone. Jesus. (laughs) You know, that's what I'm thinking of. What is wrong with you? Or it's like an engine ass that like when you're busting a lot of ass, it's looking it's an engine. No, no, it's not like that. Not at all. Why? Yeah. Why are you? Why do you? Why are you the way that you are? Because <laughs> uh, why not? This is episode That's 99. I'm not sure if I mentioned that PlayStation report. Next week, we'll be we'll be doing a live show. But for now, you're getting this this show. And uh, in all its glory, man, I, I love Monster Hunter so much. I. <sighs> I didn't check my hour count. Last I checked, it was like over 30 hours of Monster Hunter I put in this week. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Over the weekend and then throughout this week. Yeah, I'm I fucking I love it. I'm in love with it. I'm in love with that loot treadmill of going out hunting monsters, getting parts and stuff. Uh, My piece is more on like my perception of my I I'm calling it like the temporary title is like percept uh, monster hunter reveals my fucked up perception of harm as in like the distinguish distinguishing in mentally distinguishing for myself the difference between blunt trauma versus um, using cutting weapons like lacerating weapons and severing stuff it's it's like I revealed to myself that like I'm still thinking a little bit backwards like even pre-concussion protocol in the NFL and all that kind of stuff Uh, there's there's still some things that are backwards thinking in my mind when I when it comes to using different types of weapons and causing different types of damage Uh, I mean either way it's not nice it isn't it isn't nice either way but it felt more clean more like a fighting game when I was using blunt weapons to me I, I don't know. And then when I was using like using those other weapons, it felt more like I was just I was butchering these things while they were still alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Butchered at birth. But yeah, there's this there's a whole thing about like brain trauma and that stuff. And a lot of a lot of people are doing research on that kind of stuff. And it is important. It is very important, actually. But uh, still, there's this there's this mental thing that doesn't click in my head about that kind of stuff where I think blunt where, where I think using a blunt weapon is cleaner than using a uh, using a bladed weapon. 
I don't know. There's still some fucked up things in my brain. And that's just what I'm trying to say with this with this piece that's out the day what you're about listening. A bow? A bow? I don't I have not tried any of the ranged weapons yet. I did in the beta. I had fun in the beta with some ranged weapons, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I did that in the beta. I shot the bow and then he shot up into some fake trees and he dropped some rocks on, on the monster. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Why not? It's a fun video game, Tyler. You're missing out. You're missing no, out, Tyler. I, I, I'm not. I don't really feel anything when people say I'm missing out on Monster Hunter. And I'm like, that's eh. fine. It's just not my thing. Um, but, like, how is it? Have you gotten into, like, some epic shit? Hell yeah, man. Like, I, so I've cleared all the low rank stuff. I'm, I'm on to the high rank stuff, which uh, there's... I guess minor spoilers. There's this. There's this elder dragon called the Zora Magdaros, um, which is basically your whole purpose to going to this new world. You're tracking it and seeing why elder dragons travel to this new place. And I got past the second fight with it, and that's when the high rank stuff starts to unlock. Uh, so even going through the low rank stuff, I, I came across some monsters that were very tough. The toughest of all being this uh, dragon like thing called a Diablos. Uh, it has these curled horns that are like that kind of frame its head and it like fucking charges you with horns. It can dive underground and dig underground and then burrow and then come up like one of those Trevor tremors worms. Yeah, I said Trevor's worms. That's that's not that's Trevor's not Trevor's worms. <laughs> oh God. Uh, but yeah, it's like it's it comes up out of the ground and just yeah, it's it is a fucking nasty fight because it can fly, it can it can dive down and shit. Man, it is it is fucked up. Um, do I still have you there on the on the call? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm I'm here. Okay, cool. I hear you now. You froze in sometimes when you freeze the audio is still going. So I'm like, okay, but they're like I wasn't hearing anything. Yeah, for some for some reason the okay. um for some reason the uh the ethernet cable i'm in a new room right now i move i that's that's another piece of news i moved to my new room in this house and uh the way i have it set up that the new internet cable that i put in is it's it slips out sometimes so it's switched to wi-fi which is why the call froze for you this room i am having some problems but in general i like my new place my new space here not a new yeah. place i'm still in the same house just a bigger room yeah i mean usually it's a problem when it slips out yeah yeah sure but we're on Wi-Fi now, so that's that's the call quality. Um, Wi-Fi sucks. You know, I mean, Wi-Fi, it's nice to have, but I would take being wired to something 10 times out of 10. Absolutely. If, if that's an option, that is the option. It's just yeah. at the moment. Um, I'm not I'm not going to fiddle with it now. We're just going to do the call on Wi-Fi because if I plug it back in, it'll try to reestablish connection and cause all kinds of problems and stuff. We just we don't feel like dealing with that right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? I was talking about Diablos. Yeah, it's on about Diablo. Yeah, Diablo. It, it, yeah, it is the nastiest flying wyvern in the game. Uh, I haven't... I, I don't know. I, I still have high rank quests to do and stuff like that. But this thing this thing was just nasty. It kept charging me. It kept going underground and then diving up from the ground and hitting me. It would fly and sting me with its tail, poison me and that shit, man. This this thing is just nasty to fight. How do you, how do you beat that? Um, it depends what weapon I'm using. Um, with a hammer, I would 
I would wait until it like dives. Like it sometimes it'll charge at you and dive and slide along the ground as it tries to impale you with the horns. So I dive to the side and then try to get up to it and hit it with a hammer. But if I couldn't do that, I'd use uh, I. There are some flash flies in in this one area where if you activate them, it'll create kind of like a flash effect that'll stun it. And then I get up to it. The first thing I go for is its horns. I try to break its horns with the hammer, so it can't hit me with those. And then like and then a lot of it is when it's st- when it's standing around, just trying to get underneath it and around its legs and just stri- striking up at it. Doesn't it run away? Uh, sometimes it runs to new areas, and then you have to chase it, chase it down. But it's—I don't know. I've gotten used to that, used to the cycle of knowing that, like, oh, I did a lot of damage to it, so it's going to run away for a little bit. It's—I don't know. There's, there's, there's some good feedback there. If you learning the UI is like the biggest hurdle to this. But after you like learn what different cues mean on the UI, such as like there's this heartbeat meter down by down by the minimap over the symbol of the monster, and if you you can read that to see about like the stress you're putting on that monster to know like when it's probably about to run away or when it's uh. when it's near death, and even on the minimap, its symbol will, like when it is like on death's door, it'll have like a little skull icon when it's when it's trying to return to its base to rest. Yeah. I don't know. I, there's, there's nice little things that you can pick up on, but I, I'm just having a shit ton of fun using, learning new weapons and stuff. I've only used two weapons, really. I'm using the hammer uh, to begin with, and then I started using the charge blade, which is where I had that revelation about, oh, I'm severing limbs here while it's still alive. Holy shit, this is, this is probably really rude. But smacking it across the head with a hammer is okay. Yeah, which is the fucked up part of my perception, which I like upon reflection. I'm like, wow, that's that's not right. See, I think Monster Hunter just reveals that we're all a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> and it's like humanity, like just killing everything, because why not? Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah, sure. We're Yeah, human. I, I will, I'll go along with uh, humanity's pretty fucked. Yeah. How's the world? Is the world nice and big? Like... Is it an open world game or are you like going and getting a quest and going out to whatever area they tell you? Like, how's that work? So there's this hub called Astera where like there's all all these different facilities such as like there's these shops. There's a smithy. Um, are you still there? You froze. You froze on me. Hold on. Hello? Hi. Hey. Hey, you froze on me. Hold on, I'm gonna try to plug this back in. See if see if I can just keep it in there. Keep it in there, baby. Okay, it's in. I'm not gonna touch anything. Don't All right. Do not. Sorry about that. We're back here. Um, but yeah. Uh, phew, shit. Where was I? What was I talking about? Something about staring at someone. Oh no, it's Astera. Is your hub world? Oh. Okay. Where there's all these different facilities, there's a cantina, there's a smithy, there's shops and stuff like that, and then there's like quests and bounties that you can pick up. Uh, th- that's your hub area where you pick all your stuff up. You can accept a quest or you can go on expeditions. Uh, quests will uh, have you traveling out to a specified location um, to go kill a monster, whatever, whatever the quest wants you to do. So there's like these different big zones, like uh, the zones that I have unlocked now are called like the ancient forest, uh, the oh, shit, wildspire wastes, 
uh, the Coral Highlands, and then shit, I forget what this what the there's this kind of like I don't know it's. It, it's called a pit. Uh, it's some some sort of pit, but it's kind of it. It has like this like deathly graveyard feel to it. Like it's it's pretty gross down there. Like there are a bunch of dead corpses and stuff laying around. Hot. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up. Um, and then there's a final area which I don't I haven't actually gotten to. Um, that unlocks after a while in high high rank quests. Uh, but yeah, you, you drop into a big area with all these different zones. It's seamless, but like the zones are labeled. I don't know why. It's kind of like an old school Monster Hunter kind of thing. So you know which zone you can call out zones and stuff, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I, that's that's basically the moving around in it. You accept mm-hmm. a quest, you go out to the place, or you go out to an expedition where there's no timeline, but you can just explore the areas too. Yeah. How's your kitty cat? Really cute, really cute. I have yeah. a. Tra- I have What'd a, you name it? Uh, I name it a Poppy. Poppy. Okay. Uh, cool. But it's it's a really cute little kitty cat. Um, wearing some some uh, Horizon Zero Dawn armor. Uh, it looks like oh, a yeah. it looks like a Watcher right now. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's pretty cute because you know the Watcher's face, the eye where it is, it's it just has a little paw, mm-hmm. right there. It's it's pretty cute. Nice. It's awesome. Mm. Any more questions about Monster Hunter? Um, how hard is it to get into? So you, so you, okay, played yeah. past, no, you played past Monster Hunters. Like, how much have they streamlined the game? You know what I mean? Hmm. I in, in this one. Because everyone's saying this is the most accessible Monster Hunter, but it still seems really like kind of hardcore at the same time. It is accessible if you're willing to read text. Mm. So the first hour, hour and a half of it is a lot of tutorialization. Tutorialization. I need to pronounce words correctly um, or enunciate rather, but it's... um, yeah, there's there's a lot of tutorials at the beginning. Every time you do something new, there's a tutorial that pops up that tells you that explains what you're getting into and what you're about to do. Um, and those those things are available after the fact. If you go into the menu, if you forget how to do something, you can go look at all the tutorials you unlocked and go read that stuff. So it, it does a good job explaining this stuff in that text. It, it's very understandable. You know exactly what you're doing if you read the stuff. But if you skip through stuff, I don't know what to tell you, man. If you if you just skip through tutorial text, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's that's on you. Yeah. Yeah, you got to read. Sometimes tutorials are very important, you know, and sometimes tutorials can be frustrating but with a game like monster hunter you absolutely need to make sure you're you're paying attention to those things absolutely it's uh, i do not feel one bit of sympathy for someone who doesn't get the game and just completely skipped out on all the tutorials and stuff like that god damn yeah are you are you cutting out again uh, you were cutting out a little bit. Man, shit, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, so, my my cord didn't yeah. even come out or anything. It's man, the call oh. Skype 
Damn you, Skype. Skype sucks today. Everything just sucks this week, dude. No, it I, doesn't. Games are good this week. Dude, Shut up. No. Fucking this week sucks, man. Like, come on. I fucking... I, work's been so crazy for me, and I just am, like, fucking done with this shit. And then my Jeep, the transmission in my Jeep is going out. What? Like, Thanks, Jeep. Fuck you. They're supposed to last a real long time, and I, I have a decent amount, but not a lot, on my Jeep. And so, yeah, basically what happens is I'll be going down the, the road, after driving it for a little while and then it'll something will kind of trigger with it basically and it'll go into what these mechan the mechanics I've talked to have said is called a limp mode or like a default mode or something and it won't shift properly like it'll shift up through the first few gears and i can get up to like 40 to 50 but then it won't shift anymore and like my rpms just keep going up and all kind of shit but if i pull over shut it off start it back up totally fine hmm. it's frustrating it's frustrating yeah so frustrating car problems because i'm man. like dude you work 90 percent of the time can you just do you have to be an ass <laughs> Because Jesus Christ, if I had to get a new transmission, the amount I would have to pay to get a new transmission is probably the amount that I have left to pay the fucking thing off before I own it. Mm. Ah, cars suck. Fuck them. Just saying, uh, yep. I, I've had no problems with my vehicle except when uh, people run red lights and hit me. Yeah, that you've had that. But you also don't have to drive a tremendous distance all the time, right? No, not all the time, no. I I do drive around sometimes. Mm -hmm. I have a 42-mile round trip every day. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of driving. It is. Mm. Oh, shizzle my nizzle. Mm. That's uh, been my... Have you, have you had any time to do video games to kind of uh, decompress from all this shit? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not cool like you. I'm not playing the Monster Hunter. But I am playing that hot Assassin's Creed Origins DLC. Oh, yeah. The hidden ones. Tell me about well, it. I am enjoying it. Uh, it's more Assassin's Creed Origins. But the area, so they added a whole new region to the game called uh, Sinai, I believe. And it takes place four years after Origins ending. And I think it's neat so far. The, the area is is cool. It's not the greatest. It's a lot of hills and mountains, just a lot of that shit and quarries and all kinds of stuff. But so far, uh, it's getting a little bit easier because I'm up to like level 43, I think. But man, initially it is fucking hard for for a while because they're like the first quest you have to go assassinate some dude just surrounded by enemies that are like level 40 to 42 just fucking surrounded and i'm like damn this is really hard it took me a few tries but ended up getting it and uh it, it's it's neat so far i think the story is neat um i'm killing dudes there's a tree and i killed three dudes and now i'm probably gonna have to go kill more dudes so i'm like 
that's okay. You know, whatever. I just felt like playing more Assassin's Creed Origins. It's a really fun game to play, um, and it is absolutely beautiful. But, yeah, I would say if you want more Assassin's Creed Origins, buy this DLC. If you don't want that, you know, don't even think about it, you know. But it's only 10 bucks, so... And I got a armored camel. That's pretty cool. An armored horse. That's pretty cool, too. Those are probably the coolest things that I've gotten. But I've gotten some pretty cool fucking legendary gear. All the, um... God, what were they called? There's, like, boss dudes that would just run around. Oh, those... those the oh, Flakatai, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. Something Phylax, like that. Phylaki? Yeah, Phylax. Yeah, mm, who knows? Fuck them. I can't speak It's words. Greek. Who gives yeah. shit? Yeah. But uh, they are in, and they are max level. They're at level 45. And I had to do this quest where I had to go kill this dude. But the dude was in a, uh, like a carriage sort of thing, running away, surrounded by three guards. I'm like, fuck, this sucks. But my bow puts dudes to sleep if I get a critical hit. I'm like, cool. So I start opening fire on everybody, but they're opening fire on me. And I chose a really bad spot to do it because there's an enemy base right next to me. So then they they light the, the uh, brazier or whatever, and more dudes are coming. And then we go down the road a little bit after, you know, chasing each other. And one of those uh, fine eight dudes, big boss guys, start running after me dude i pushed out man i i climbed to the highest mountain i possibly could and just sat up there and i sniped them all but it was fun it was like a fun 10 minute experience i'm like i don't care if i'm pussing out you're gonna whoop my ass dude just like <laughs> one hit and i'm dead so that's the that's my experience with this so far but it's neat nice it's fun to just kind of zone out and do nothing, you know. Tyler, last week you bragged about a Fortnite win. I did. Guess how many wins I got in the week following hmm. that? I get three guesses. Go ahead. Six. No, not that many. Three. Yes, I have three wins. Okay. Were they all solo victories? One of them was a solo victory. The other two, I went in solo against squads. Oh, okay. So you were with random people or? No, I went in solo. Oh, no fill against squads. Oh, for those other two wins. Cool guy over here. Yeah, baby. One of those squad win, one of those solo squad wins was in the new sniper shootout game mode they put in, which is just sniper rifles and revolvers. Oh, Jesus. You're pretty good with snipers, so. Yeah, Damn. that was that was sure, that's fun. That was, it was, what was your best win? What, what, uh, my, what did it come down to? Um, so my solo win was pretty straightforward. Like it just came down to like. Uh, well, shit, I'm trying to remember my solo win. I, I had, uh, seven kills in that win. Um, 
the circle was just tightening up. There was a lot of hills and stuff, and I just I managed to flank a guy who got the second to last kill. I heard him fighting someone else, and then I managed to flank him while he was trying to heal up. Simple win there. Uh, the sniper win, I came up against uh, a team of two people. One of them, I one of them I downed. So the other guy tried to build up around to heal him. Um, so I just built a ramp up and then shot down on him. That was pretty simple. But my last squad win that that this was the interesting one. So. It was down to me, and there were two people remaining in this team, and they were built up pretty good. They were built, they were built high and fortified and stuff like that. I was like, shit, I cannot, I can't challenge that. So the circle was getting really tight, like super tight, but it was closing in on where we were. I was sitting kind of at the base of their tower, and they were built up way high. So I thought, hmm. I'll just keep going in the circle and then force them to keep building towards the circle as it gets smaller. And as I did that, I realized, holy shit, I have a lot of ammo laying around. What if I just keep shooting out the area that's still in the circle and they can't fucking build there because I keep shooting it the fuck out? And that eventually just worked for me. Yeah, there you go. Nice. So, yeah, building higher is not always better. No, definitely not. Especially yeah, when it gets tight like that. Yeah. It's always interesting when a circle gets tight. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's especially like, when, like I knew it was me against two people because like there's no way there was another person in that zone. Yeah. Other than the, those so people up there. So did you kill them or did they die from the storm? Uh, all right. So here's how it happened. Like. I kept shooting it out. One of them was like, all right, I, I guess I'm going to go play play them right, right here for a second. They were like, okay, he's down there. Maybe I can jump down and get a kill. He jumps down. He he falls like and he and he goes down from fall damage. Like, wow. I, don't, I don't know. He, he must have thought he could take the fall, but yeah. he but he couldn't. And even if, even he, if he made even it, if he could, he would, he would be kill. he would be at a disadvantage because he would have lost health from the fall. And I yeah. was down there with a shotgun ready to destroy mm-hmm. him and then the other guy like he realizing that that fall was too much just kept trying to build up there and stay in but he just ran out of materials and he was stuck outside the zone because i kept shooting out the floor tiles yeah that's the thing that i i i, I uh, enjoy about that game though is that you know like in that case you were outnumbered, mm-hmm. but you had the best strategy to win. Like sometimes it can come down to skill. Sometimes it can come down to strategy. And yeah, like it would have made sometimes no sense. It comes down to luck. You know, it would have made no sense for me to try to ramp up to to a two yeah. on one. Yeah, it would have made Just no sense for to me you. to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, right I got three. I've been wins. wanting to play that game. Just wasn't able to. <laughs> Three wins on my own, even against the odds. I I yeah. did it. I fucking did it, and it felt good. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, we were going to play that the other night, uh, but one of the, us had to download a big patch, so we weren't able to play. So we played Overwatch instead. Didn't go well. Oh. Even in quick play, just it was just one of those nights where we were stuck with stupid bucks. Mm. Maybe that's a little mean, but just you know, 
people that team composition and sometimes that just doesn't make sense with the characters that they choose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I take that stupid fucks comment back, but it seemed like every match, it was just like more like selfish. I, I, I'd, I'd rather like, I think that's the descriptor, like selfish people who just want to play their character. Yeah, exactly. And those characters Sometimes when that happens, you know, it just it isn't the right map. It isn't the right scenario. Stuff like that. You know, like if you're being a Widowmaker on Nepal, like come the fuck on, man. It's just not going to work. Go home. Choose somebody else. You know, but if you're being a Widowmaker on like, I don't know, Hollywood. Why not? That could be neat. Mm-hmm. You know, watch some of that Overwatch League. Have you watched any of this stuff? Uh, no, I, I've been staying away from it. Like, I, I don't know. It's the league seems like just from the outside perspectives and reading some news about it, like and how players are acting and stuff like that. It, it feels like it's a very amateurish, like they were just trying to ship something out quick kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can see that. It also seems like I feel like they're trying to make a bigger deal out of it than it is sort of thing. But I get it. They want to really take this to another level. But I only watched, you know, maybe five minutes of, of a match. It was like the Philadelphia Fusion and I forget the other team. Um, but holy moly, dude. Holy moly. Have you ever seen competitive Overwatch played? No. Yeah, I, I've seen it. I, I know it gets it's pretty fucking wild. I've, it's insane. I did not even think that Overwatch could be that fast. <laughs> I mean, I get that they're playing on PC and all that stuff, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, like you, even, you know, being being decent at Overwatch and you you watch sometimes and you're like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Sometimes competitive games are cool. I really like watching competitive Rocket League. I haven't watched a ton of it, but that game is just a blast to watch. I feel like it's a game that anybody could really understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a sports game. You There's a ball. You put the ball in the other goal. Done. Yeah, pretty simple. Yeah, and it's in the, the handling, the skill involved. Yeah, it's it's a it's fun good spectacle. Yes. Agreed. But Tyler, the, I see something on this list that I w- I'm very curious. How far are you in near? Tell me. Tell me. I finished ending A. Okay. Um, and I am maybe an hour into B. Okay. Um, I really, really like near a lot and i thought the ending of a was really well done and it hits you in a lot of feels in some of the places that it goes and i'm like it's going to probably get crazier you think that hits you with feels that hits you with feels come on man man um, i mean yes it's great that it that it impacted you but man there is i shudder to think how you will feel at the end of B, C, and D. Yeah. See, that's what I'm excited for because I'm like, I really thought the ending of A was nice. And I'm like, it's 
going to be more impactful and all that stuff later down the line. That's cool. Ending yeah. A pales in comparison to C and D, definitely. All right. That's fine. Um, I thought the final boss fight was kind of like it wasn't the greatest. Yeah, though. that it was kind of a turd fight. Like it wasn't really challenging or anything. It wasn't really like epic to me. Like I, I think the boss fight um, out in the the ocean uh, when you're in one of the the units flying around and stuff like, and it's just this gigantic ancient machine. Like that was epic. I thought the boss fight and like the copied city was really neat. Um, but the final one there, I was like, Hey, it's okay. But, but you know, is it really the final boss fight? No, no, <laughs> the, the final for ending a or whatever. But yeah, um, it, 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 um, it's a, it's a cool game for sure. And Jesus, dude, that soundtrack is just, I know I mention this every time, but I, I think that soundtrack gets better and better as you play the game because the whole factory section, which was just fucking awesome. Become as but, gods. <laughs> yes. That was just oh. insane. I was like, what? Like die and become as gods. And they're like all jumping into the lava. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah, their religion turned into a death cult. (laughs) Yeah, and I just think it's got some really cool, you know, ideas to it, of like machines gaining consciousness. What does it mean to be human? Exactly, that too. The one thing I'm curious of, maybe it'll be answered, maybe it won't, so don't spoil anything if you know. These dudes... This is sort of somewhat spoilers, too, if you haven't played Nier. The dudes. I'm not going to say their names. Begins with an A, begins with an E. You know what I'm talking the, about? Yeah, this, it's not a real big spoiler. Adam and Eve. Yeah. They're machines, right? Sure. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Well, see, this is what I was curious of, because when you kill them, there's blood. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Okay, so but is that blood? Be- See, I don't know. <laughs> See, no, y- y- okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just going to play the game then. How about that? Yeah, that seems like it would, it, it'll get to my point. Okay, there you go. I like that game. Uh, I, I'm assuming B is just you playing nine S. Same yep. storyline, basically. Yep. But his side. And you'll get a lot of fucking context for that world, man. I you'll learn a lot. Just just pay attention, man. Yeah. So I think I'm going to kind of blow through that playthrough in terms of like, I'm just going to hit main story. OK, quest. like I think the side quest in this game are fucking not good. But yeah, it's just me. They just feel a little bit like collectathons and that's it. You know, you just go there and you collect one thing and then you run all the way back and it's like, hey, hmm. no. there, is, hmm, there is a side quest that I kind of want you to do. OK, um, maybe What's it called? Oh, shit. I, I'd have to I'd have to like look that up. But there there's this robot stand. Uh, it's an android standing next to another a dead android and it's crying and wondering like it'll send you on a quest to investigate uh, the killer. You're chasing after like a red scarf that's been passed around from the uh, from the supposed killer. Ooh, OK, 
but like there, there's there's some there's some context in that in that uh, side quest that'll really hit you hard. Okay. Hmm. Eventually, it's a fascinating world. Just fascinating world that they set up. I'm stoked to play more. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. Is that all? Is that all you played? Played. Last thing I'll say, I played some Gran Turismo Sport. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm I'm like a, kind of addicted to that game. Like I just fucking love playing that game. Mm-hmm. And I had such an epic race, dude. Epic fucking race. It was positions one through four was pretty damn close in in first place was maybe a half second in front of second so like had a little bit of distance but nothing that couldn't be made up you mm-hmm. know what i mean but second through fourth was just a fucking dog fight the whole time and it was incredible we were racing each other super clean and all kinds of stuff comes down to the final lap Okay, or or the second to last lap, I nailed that lap so good. I actually ended up having the fastest lap time of anybody any lap the whole race. Nice. I just nailed that that fucking last corner coming out going to the straightaway. Split both the guys. They were racing each other side by side. I just shoot straight up, straight up the middle, and I'm like, fuck, like my heart's pounding. It's like when you're playing Fortnite and there's five dudes left. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, holy hell, I might be able to get this. Go into the first corner. I'm OK. But the guy behind me is on my fucking ass and just gives me a little bit of a love tap and goes by me. And I end up finishing third or fourth or whatever again. But but it was still a really cool, clean race. And I'm like, that was fun. I like that sort of stuff. Whether I win or not, it was a good, clean race where we were all trying really hard but we were respectful of each other you know that's fun yeah to me that's what makes Gran Turismo sport great but then I did another race and then there's every once in a while you just run into people that just don't get it and it and that was frustrating to me because I ended up coming from ninth to fourth I think in like a lap or so because they were all kind of screwing with each other so I was able to kind of squeak by and then this dude just overruns the corner and I say that with quotes like just clearly ran into me and then I ended up falling back to eighth and really couldn't catch back up or anything and like that stuff's frustrating like I get that they're probably going to be penalized time wise, but, but in the end I was the one penalized because I was the one that got screwed up and lost a ton of positions. You know, that stuff's just super frustrating when it happens in that game specifically. I mean, you go play any other racing game and it's like that, but it's like, this isn't what this game is supposed to be. You know, Mm -hmm. get out. Go play Forza. You can do that in Forza and it's fine. It's expected there, but it's not expected in this game. It's expected to just win on skill, not fucking wrecking somebody, you know? Mm. Yeah, that's a good game. It is. It is a very good game. Uh, Updates are coming in for that. Yeah, they I don't know if I played the new track or not, but they added it for sure. When I played, they added that, a ton of new cards. The whole GT League thing they added 
is uh is neat like there's a lot of races there lots of different styles and stuff but you know i think as a career mode it could or it's sort of kind of a career mode but it could be way deeper i think but but as something just added to the game you know some more stuff and it's cool it's more racing yeah i've had fun with it other than that, I haven't played anything else. What about you? Uh, I've been there's been a lot of hype around Dragon Ball. So um, naturally, as one does, I just bought Dragon Ball Z uh, Kai on on Amazon video. And I, I've been I've been streaming that and watching that while I play Dragon Ball Fighter Z or fighters is how they want it pronounced. It's a it's a fun fighting game. It's I, I don't know. I'm not good at game fighting games other than Soul Calibur, um, but I'm having fun with it. It's pretty easy to get into. Yeah. Is it uh, nice and flashy? All kinds of fun. I mean, it looks like the show. Like yeah, it's it, the action looks like something you would see in the show, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, visually and like gameplay wise, I think this is. This is my favorite Dragon Ball fighting game, and I've played quite a few of them. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm liking it. Uh, it's the story, however, is where it really falls short for me. Uh, some of the individual writing within the story is is good, and it's funny if you know the series. Uh, but the overall story arc of it, it it's just bad. I, I think the overall story is bad in that game, but there's some cool moments. Mm. I, I have yet to try out some online play. I, w- I want to get into that before I say more about the video game. Yeah, cool. I don't understand Dragon Ball. <sighs> Man. Mm. So. <sighs> so. I, Can you answer any of my questions I had? Oh, God. Is there dragons? Yes, there are dragons. They grant wishes. Okay. Is there balls? So there are these things called dra- Dragon Balls. They are crafted by a, an alien race known as Namekians. They come from planet Namek. Uh, one such Namekian was, was uh, brought to Earth because their homeworld was uh, uh, under attack or something like that. Um, so he, he came here and his parents were supposed to come and get him, but he, the, I guess they just didn't make it. And so he crafted some Dragon Balls on Earth. So okay. that's how the Dragon Balls got here. But there are some Dragon Balls on Namek, too. Is there big balls? So the Dragon Balls on Namek are considerably larger than the Dragon Balls on Earth. Okay. Like the ones on Earth are about like the size of a softball. The ones on Namek are about the size of a bowling ball. Oh, okay. That's not that big, but I mean it's big, I guess. Uh, why are like? What is with the letter Z? Like, I see. What about A or B or C or D or E or F or G? You know. Z is just a cool letter. Okay. Fine. Why are they always yelling at each other in the show? Yo, they're charging up, man. They're charging up their key. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what is key? It's just energy. Okay. Is this, That's it, cool. It's a special kind of energy that they can charge up. Yeah. yeah. So are they mad at each other then? Um, usually they're fighting. They don't. They don't have to be mad because they're fighting. 
Why are they always uh, fighting? Not fighting because uh, I don't know. There's there's multiple reasons, multiple story arcs, but a lot of the major ones are uh, they're threatening Earth. The enemies are threatening Earth, and you know, Goku and the gang are like, "Yo, don't fuck with Earth." Okay, that's cool. So there's Earth, and then there's Planet Nemic. Yeah, there. No, it's like a whole universe. Like there's Planet Nemic. There's a. There's there there are other planets. I, I don't know them by name, but there's so there's aliens. Yes, there's aliens. Uh, the main protagonist Goku is part of an alien race called the Saiyans, and he was sent to Earth because his own planet was being destroyed. Oh, so what's it mean when somebody's Super Saiyan? So Super Saiyans. What are they saying? So what what they're saying is that the Super Saiyans are considerably more powerful than the average Saiyan, and they they're supposedly really rare. Although all the all the like major Saiyans that are like in in the series eventually attain Super Saiyan status. So I don't know about the validity of that but they're like just super powerful saiyans what's the best saying from dragon ball well the best well you know both uh i i'm pretty sure both goku and vegeta which are the two main main saiyans in the in, in the series vegeta's uh <laughs> they uh they both attain super saiyan god status so I don't know. They're they're both like kind of up there. I, canonically, I think Goku is just the most powerful Saiyan ever. But whatever. Okay. I feel like I understand it all now. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, bro. There, there's there's Dragon Ball for y'all. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. Um, I had a good conversation with someone about fajitas the other day. <laughs> fajitas. And, yeah, and uh, you know it's kind of like. So you go to a restaurant and you order some fajitas and it's like, I don't know, let's just throw a ballpark number out there. It's a decent restaurant. So it's like $15. Let's be real. A dragon ballpark. Oh, hey. And so it's like $15. But they come out and they give you the tortilla shells. They give you everything else, but they don't put it together. So it's like they should they yeah, they made you the food, but I feel like they should take a few dollars off because you're doing the work some work, you know? See, what I see it as is they're know. giving you the freedom to choose. Like you can choose to put all that stuff in the tortilla, or you could choose to tear up the tortillas and toss them in and eat it as a salad. But why just order one or the other? Because it it's easier on the menu that way. And also it comes out like usually it comes out like super hot, like the meat and vegetables and stuff come out super hot and yeah, super yeah. hot. They're and always it, sizzling. And they don't they don't want any of your food to get cold. So it, it comes in like usually the container it comes in usually contains a lot of the heat. So that they try to keep mm-hmm. that hot as you're going through. So it doesn't get cold as, mm-hmm. as you're as you're eating. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, you know, some thoughts. Some I mean, it's either that thoughts. or individually wrap your fajitas in fucking aluminum foil, which I think would be annoying. And eat some aluminum foil? Yeah, eat some fucking aluminum. <laughs> or aluminium, as the uh, British say it. I don't know. Aluminium. Uh-huh. Aluminium. Um, I did play another game, which I think is fucking fantastic. Celeste. Dude, I've been wanting to play this so bad, but because with my Jeep, I'm like, maybe I should just hold on just to see what happens. Just wait. But fuck, I've been wanting to play this game. It is. So I am on chapter six of eight, just for everyone's everyone knows if you've been playing it. Um, 
I am having a shit ton of fun with it. It is so it is challenging. It is a challenging 2D platformer, has a remarkable style, cool music. It's been a little bit glitchy, though, for me on PlayStation. Like if you die repeatedly, like I don't know, there's probably some sort of um, something on the back end with like death count and like how shit tracks and stuff. I think there's 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 some bugs they need to iron out. But other than that, I'm having a lot of fun with it, learning the different mechanics and going through these really good levels like these are yeah. some of the best levels i think celeste is better than any mario 2d platformer that's not a hard thing to do in my opinion but a lot of people out there will call me a bastard for saying that yeah um <laughs> one of those good old timers oh <laughs> yeah jake but i i think i mean i like mario but i I, I'll be honest with you. I had more fun playing like Rayman and Donkey Kong. I'll even go this Mario. far. I think Celeste is the best 2D platformer. All right. Right on. I mean, it looks fun. It looks looks like fun in a very challenging way. Yeah, it's fun and that. challenging. And even though it's challenging, it's welcoming. Like it's yeah. it's not beating you over the head with the challenge. It's kind of incur- it's egging you on and trying to encourage you to yeah. keep trying. And I feel like I'm going to enjoy this game when I get around to it because it gives me just watching. I'm like, this gives me kind of like they're a different style of game, but it gives me like Ori in the Blind Forest vibes or like something like that, where Ori in the Blind Forest is on Xbox and playing that game. That game's really hard, but you die and you're like instantly back into it. You're like, I can do this. And it's just, it's just nailing it. And you do it over and over and over again until you get it right. And you're just back in it before you can even have a chance to stop. And it's, it's good. You know, I like stuff like that. Like to me, you can be in, and that's kind of what it comes down to sometimes with a lot of games, it's like checkpoints can make or break a game, you know? And if you die over and over again, but you know, you can get through it section by section to me, be as hard as you want, you know? Yeah. That, that, that's, I like that's, that stuff. that's one thing that I really love about this game is that like the level, like you have these levels, like there's eight levels, but, um, in each level, like you, you, there's different segments that you go in, like they're kind of like, you know, in a roguelike game, um, that you have rooms and stuff like that. It's, it kind of structured like this, how there's like different connecting rooms. Um, and each room, like you, if you die, you just start at the beginning of that room and it's, it's great. And like, all of them are designed really well. Uh, some of them are are longer than others, but even those, like this, there's a certain flow to it that it feels natural that it should be that long of a room. It's I I think it's 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 really good. Yeah. It's, How's the story? The story is fantastic. I didn't expect it to be as good as it is. It is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil anything about it, but the basics are is you're a girl named Madeline climbing Celeste Mountain for reasons that you will discover later on in the video game that I will Mm -hmm. not spoil here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to play this one. This game just kind of really came out of nowhere. Like it's, it's a game. It's by the developers of Towerfall and like, okay. People will check that out because Tower Falls is a popular game and it was cool. But then it's like, wow, this is really good. I think it's good for it. You know? Hmm. I, 
collectibles are strawberries. I fucking love strawberries, man. Do you like strawberries? I love strawberries. Mm. Dude, come on. People that don't eat fruit. Oh, man, you're missing out. You're missing out. Fruit is good. (laughs) Fruit is amazing. So are vegetables, most of them. Yeah, I like I like uh, veg. What what's your favorite vegetable? I really love me some good, uh, like cooked or steamed broccoli. Oh yeah, broccoli is fantastic. huge broccoli it's guy. Good. I I can't eat like raw broccoli, like not cooked. But dude, if it's cooked, I I love that shit. Also, the the one that has grown on me the most is Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts, dude. It's cool. It's good. The the one vegetable that I I don't like, no matter how many times I try, is cauliflower. Okay. I don't know. Can't can't do it. I can do breaded cauliflower, but not not straight up. Okay. What about you? What's your favorite? Oh, my favorite, man. I. Uh... I like I like peppers a lot. Like the whole. Oh, yeah. Peppers are great. Mm. Peppers as a category. Yes. Like they're their own category of food to me. I, I enjoy a broad variety of peppers. I don't think there's they're, a pepper I don't like. Uh, same here, dude. They're great. Um, well, I'm not I'm not a super, super hot pepper, dude. OK. For the most part, like I'm talking to really hot ones. I can I can take some some decent spice. But not not like you took you and your brother to that one burrito place. Oh yeah, you guys got the hottest shit and just poured it on there like it was nothing. Oh yeah, like man, I have one drop and I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> when you grow up with it, you just get used to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, oh, other vegetable. I agree with you. Broccoli's great. I like carrots. Carrots are good. Mm-hmm. Carrots are great. I like carrots a lot. I, I I like corn, but corn is really overrated. It's kind of a starch, though. Like, it's not yeah. really a vegetable. Mm-hmm. Um, other vegetables I really enjoy. I I like mushrooms. I'm not sure if they counted. Oh, yeah. Mushrooms. mushrooms are fucking awesome. Mmm. Mmm. Mushrooms are great. I love mushrooms on, like, anything. If it's prepared correctly, eggplant can be good. Yeah. Um, I, I can agree with you on that one. Shit. They're, they're, I'm blanking on the name of a vegetable, and it's like, it's a very simple vegetable that I should know the name of off the top of my head. Oh, God, this is going to haunt me. I can't eat oh, a... As for greens, I like... I like spinach. I like spinach. Dude, just yes. raw raw spinach. I don't like yes. I don't like cooked spinach as much, but I like raw spinach. Completely agree. You know, if someone give if I'm at a place and they're like, "Do you want lettuce or spinach?" Always spinach. All the time. It's it just tastes so much better. I'm glad we agree on most of these things. Yeah. <laughs> makes me happy. We should go out to eat sometime. We should. <laughs> Good stuff. Mhm. All right. But yeah, Celeste, a very good, tasteful video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that came came from that. Uh, cool. Let's get into the news real quick, which there is quite a bit. Man, there's so much news. We have so much news here, and we're not counting all the Nintendo stuff, man. They they announced a lot of shit this week. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, them though really quick just good on them for outselling the wii u in 10 months with switch that's awesome 14 million they're up to that's just fantastic 
It's yeah. good for video games. We you know? can, uh, since there is so much news, we can just quickly go over Monster Hunter World is doing very well. Uh, set a series record for copies shipped. I think it's over five million. Wow, that's awesome. And that number will only grow. So we've got a lot of game of the year contenders already in January again in 2018. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And uh, the one stat here that I did not know was this much, but Capcom says the series has sold more than 45 million copies worldwide since its debut in 2004. Wow. Did not know Monster Hunter. I knew it was popular elsewhere, like especially in Japan stuff, but didn't know it was sold that much worldwide. And I'm sure this is kind of like, this is really the breakout game for this franchise, I feel. You know? Yeah, imagine making a game for, what, 13 years? Or 14 years now? And you finally have the one that's hitting on the yeah. pop on mainstream. Yeah. I mean, it's got to feel really good, you know, to just finally get there sort of thing. Yeah, but it's really good. I hope that this encourages them to continue working on that game and adding new things because I they've already promised that they'll add new monsters for free. I just want I want to see what else they do. It's fun it's a fun yeah. game for me to play and it's to me i like the loot treadmill in this game and the loop of it a lot better than i do destiny because in this there's in monster hunter world there's a more of a definitive oh you have to do this and this and this to get where you want to go whereas in destiny mm-hmm. it's like you have to get lucky yeah it's, it's about chance with most things yeah I, I i i like it better that way the monster hunter way mm. i think most people do yeah and I think that's, that's the one thing that sucks about loot boxes is like people buy them a lot and that's why they're getting put in all these games. But there's nothing satisfying about them like at all. You know, it's satisfying when you know what you got to do to get what you want and then you do it. That's satisfying. Not random chances. Unless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, but Tyler today announced today tyler you you are so excited for this i'm gonna let you talk about it yeah uh red dead redemption 2 got a release date a hard date a real date october 26th 2018 red dead redemption 2 will launch um everybody i love how all of these articles are just like like they're not like you see so many articles and it's just red dead redemption 2 delayed and you click on it you're like well what okay they probably push it to fall or something then you see it and it's an actual date like to me like who cares if it got delayed man you know they push it back make it as good as you can and to me them setting a date this far out into the year, I really do think that they will hit this date, you know, because they delayed this game. By the time it comes out, this game will have been delayed basically a full year from what they originally said of fall 2017. And uh, so I really do think that they will be hitting this date because otherwise I, I still feel that they would have held off from giving us a real date. But it's exciting. It's something certainly to look forward to. What will be interesting now is all these big fall games that, you know, will be there uh, that haven't announced their dates yet. Like 
I wonder if they're going to be just scrambling to get out of the way. I would not want to release a game in November, you know, like Call of Duty, for example. That's usually out like the first week of November, you know, like shit. You know, I know Call of Duty is probably going to sell well. It is different audiences, but Red Dead 2 is going to be an event, whether you like it or not, you know? Hmm wonder how this will shake up the fall fall landscape I'm, I'm just excited to see this game they keep they put out two trailers they put out some new screenshots today and stuff but i just want to see some gameplay you know so much hype over kind of nothing right now mm. yeah i i am curious i see Rockstar games, I, I don't know what what's in my head about them. It's just I, I just don't click with them a lot of the time. Uh, but I, I'm going to give it another go because yeah. horse, I like horses. Horses are cool. Yeah, I didn't. Cl- it didn't click with me until I played Red Dead Redemption to me. Like every Rockstar game I played before then, whether it was GTA San Andreas or especially GTA 4, I just could not stand that game. And I was just like, I don't, I just don't get it with these games, these big open world games that they're doing. I'm talking like their big flagship franchise and stuff, but I played Red Dead Redemption. I'm like, this is good. It felt good to play for the most part. And the story was incredible. You know, it's, it's a really well-made game. And then GTA five came out and that's an excellent game where I feel like it plays really, really well. And it has a cool story too. So I can I can see I can 100% see why someone would say Rockstar games just don't click with me but I think over time they've certainly gotten better so mm. it'll right. be cool dude can you imagine though let's just go in the hypothetical for a second all right could all you right. imagine if this game did launch last fall no, I don't. Oh my oh. god! Like last year was just nuts from start to finish. Could you imagine if Red Dead actually made it? Jesus, the fight for Game of the Year would have been insane. It, it was already it, like cutthroat, and uh, it's like, uh, man, uh, let's just not think about what that. Let's let's not I think know. about that. It's it's kind of uh, it's kind of scary to think what. <sighs> What, what we'd have to do yeah. to determine a game of the year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at all the games that are scheduled to come out this year, and let's just say they all hit. You know, it's not realistic, but let's just say they do for fun. I think Red Dead 2 is probably the front runner for winning that this year well like it's kind of i feel like game of the year in a way this year i'm not saying they're going to win for sure because there's obviously there's been excellent games in just january this year that are could be great contenders but it's kind of rock stars to lose just because of the cachet of rockstar and and of this franchise you, you know what i'm saying I hesitate to say stuff like that because the game still has to come out and it still has to be a good game. It does. It does. But just knowing the track record of Rockstar, 
you know. But, you know, GTA 5 was incredible, but it re- released in a year with The Last of Us, and The Last of Us took most of the awards. So it's certainly possible that they don't, you know. We have yet to see what God of War has to offer. That's all I'm yeah. saying. I think that's a that's a good contender so far, too. I think Celeste can hang up there. Um, I didn't put it in the news, but intermediately, uh, month to month, uh, PlayStation blog is doing a thing uh, where people like me and you and everyone out there can go vote on their favorite game of the month. Hmm. They're doing a a player's choice of the month kind of thing over there. Uh, But yeah, that's that's a cool thing that that I guess we'll be keeping track of to see what see what you, the gamer are thinking about the games on PlayStation. Yeah. Can you still vote for January now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. I cast my vote today. For Monster Hunter. For Celeste, actually. Whoa! Whoa! Monster Hunter is the continuous game that I will be that I will definitely have the most time playing this year. But Celeste is the game that I feel like does the most masterful things for its genre and just as a as a video game, it's it's so what I, I think it does a lot on diff on things that are more important to me. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's great. Whereas a game that I have not played forever, Destiny 2, they laid out a roadmap for their updates happening throughout this year. If we're at all interested in that, Tyler, are you interested in any of this? I think my time with Destiny 2 is done unless there is a great amount of noise happening around the video game. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I fully agree with you on that. Like, I just kind of don't have the time to play this game right now. And especially if it's not in the greatest of states, like I'll probably come back to this in the fall when inevitably they release a decent expansion to it. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, I mean, they do have. Yeah, as it stands, they lay out a lot of stuff. Yeah, as it stands now, we are currently in what they're calling season two, where they've already put out this masterworks update. Um, We'll go forward from here since that's already out. Uh, The next update they have scheduled is for February 27th. It's called Strikes and Social. They'll be adding Nightfall scoring, high score tracking, emblem and aura rework, fire team members on destination map, PC public text chat which you can opt into exotic repetition reduction companion mod shader interactions companion vendor viewing oh i guess that's for the companion app on the phone and then night strike nightfall strike unique rewards some of these things i'm like this should have been in from the start dude yeah like fire team members on the map that should have been in there pc public text that should have been there exotic repetition reduction no fucking shit like nightfall you strike unique rewards yes please like and then you get over to season three this really bothers me so they're shooting for season three in may i hate this wording frank a new season of content and I look at this and I'm like, okay, some of this is content and some of it is just updates to things that should have be Ooh, there. Like private fashion. matches. Ooh. 
yeah. or multi-emotes, faction rally improvements, like seasonal vendor progression. Like, okay, that's nice, and that could add some cool stuff to the game or whatever. I'm not saying it's not going to. That's not – to me, that's not content. That's improvements. Adding – a eater of worlds prestige mode seasonal crucible rankings private matches that's you know you could you could say that's content you know what i mean that's like i'm not saying it's significant or anything i just don't like their phrasing here it's it's weird for sure uh but i will say the the thing that i i like about this and what they have and what we're looking at here at least they're kind of being transparent and they're saying, this is our roadmap. These are the things we're shooting for. And you have something to look forward to. You know what I mean? If you're a hardcore destiny player, at least they're not just being in the dark. Like I feel like they've been for a long time and just like all this shit happens and they they're, they've been reactive to it. Now they're kind of getting out in front and they're saying, this is our vision for this game. Here it is. And if you like it, hang on. Yeah. And it's, it's good for me seeing all that all this has to not all the stuff that does nothing for me. It, it makes me feel better about I'm not keeping up with the game. Yeah. And I'm sure when they release this big expansion, inevitably in the fall, all these improvements will be there. Plus that plus new content, plus the stuff from the two DLCs that it'll be a much better game kind of like the first one like the people that held off for the taken king got a way better experience and had a way better time initially than the people who bought it at launch and destiny 2 will probably be the same way you know they fooled me once shame on them and you know what frank they'll fool you they fooled me twice shame on me they will not fool me a third fucking time yeah, they will. No, they won't. The hype train will come around. Everybody will be playing it, and you'll be like, I need to play this game, and you'll reluctantly buy it, but you'll be grumpy the whole time you play it, and and but you'll buy it. I'm gonna, you'll buy it. I'm going to put my flag in the you. ground right I now. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. And I'm going to say I will play a real MMO to mitigate the urge to play this. Well, this isn't an MMO. Yeah, but it's trying to be a live game like an MMO, and it's failing in that for me. Yeah, but it's definitely a far thing from an MMO. Yeah, but they're trying... I will play a better live game that will mitigate my want to play this, and that live game will happen to be an MMO. Okay. There you go. Destiny 2. Good enough for you. Good enough for me, boy. How about, how about EA? Yeah, how about EA? <laughs> Is a delayed game really delayed? Who knows? EA doesn't think so. <laughs> so, Anthem. Anthem is not coming out this year. Big whoop. Wow. We already knew that wasn't going to happen. Uh, however, when talked to about it, they aren't considering it a delay. They're saying the release date moved. Frank, if you put in a trailer <laughs> fall 2018 and then you push it to 2019, you updated. I think that's a delay. The delay. You, no, no, no. You updated the release date. That's not a delay. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. According to EA, that's what it is. <laughs> uh. All right. So EA 
had an earnings call and they 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 said some stuff. Um, a new Battlefield's coming out this year. Are you surprised? No. Are you excited? Only if it's a bad company. Only if it's a bad company. Okay. Uh, with what they did with Battlefront 2, I'm not super stoked right now. I don't have good uh, good uh, expectations, but we'll see where that goes. They didn't say what it is. You got to you gotta imagine they'll announce it before E3 at some point. It's usually how those things go. Um, Anthem officially slipping to early 2019. This is the thing that pissed me the fuck off. Blake Jorgensen, an executive at EA, said, quote, it doesn't make sense to release Anthem next to Battlefield. What did they do in 2016? With Titanfall? You fuckers! (laughs) Jesus. Ah, it's frustrating. Um, Respawn's Star Wars action game will be out before the end of March 2020. And these games are less alike than each other than Titanfall was to... (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. When asked about the impact of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, EA President Andrew Wilson said the following. What PUBG has done is change the level of innovation that changes the way people play first-person shooting games. We do. We've also seen it in Fortnite, so people are clearly interested in it. That doesn't just mean putting a battle royale in Battlefield, though. Our Battlefield teams are looking at how they innovate, including core gameplay in Mac design. That was more Australian. But that is that is the thing, though. We want Battle Royale in Battlefield. That would make sense. Yeah. See, I can't take Andrew Wilson seriously. I just think of him on the stage at E3, like talking. He's just like moving his hand and he's saying like things that aren't important, very importantly. You know what I mean? So like stuff like that, like including core gameplay and map design. Look, I can be down for that, but also like do Battle Royale and Battlefield would be tight. I had an egg McMuffin this morning. Yeah. It was the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Now look at what our studios are doing in the future. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh. He, he, like, probably is like, I want to have innovative sex with you tonight, my dearie. Let's have sex. On, this, on the show floor, you will find an interactive tutorial with me. Ah, gosh. Uh, They also said they got asked about Battlefront 2's release and loot boxes. They said, we do not believe that loot boxes are a form of gambling and lots of countries agree with us. It's not just us. The entire industry and the ESA agree and are helping us... to explain to people what those are. People are are enjoying games all the time that some are misconstruing as loot boxes or gambling. Speak for yourself, you motherfuckers. You do not speak for the entire industry. I know plenty of... I 
interacted with some industry people who do think it, loot boxes are indeed gambling. You do not speak for the entire industry just because the ESA is on your side because they're a bunch of power scared. Like they want to hold on to their power bullshit. They, they it's. Mm-hmm. You yeah, do not have the authority to say that, EA. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, of course they would say that. They they want microtransactions and loot boxes in their game, so of course they're not going to agree that they're gambling. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like it's just it's a yeah. I, I don't like that statement. Here's the thing that's just incredibly fucking stupid. Uh, Battlefront Two sold nine million copies, which in their eyes did not meet their sales expectations and was kind of a disappointment. You're telling me, you're telling me, you cannot make a decent profit enough to run your company off of selling 9 million copies. It is a whatever, dude. It's just, that's, that's, that's crazy to me. I mean, you have a Star Wars first-person shooter. It's going to sell a shitload. And also, like, them, you know, without all the all of this hoopla around this game, I, I do think Battlefront 2 could have sold what Battlefront 1 sold, which at this point in time was 14 million copies. Um, just because of the goodwill it had, you know, no season pass, single player, all eras of Star Wars and stuff. You know, that's cool. But then they did that. And so they did, you know, that did hurt their performance. But obviously um, it hurt them, I would say, in a significant way because they could have made way more money right now. But still selling 9 million copies is a lot. I think most games wish they could sell 9 million copies. You know what I mean? It's insane. And it said microtransactions are coming back in the next few months and that they are revealing a whole bunch of stuff about that in March. And I guess how that's going to work, probably progression as well, how that has evolved. So now, how, a very big update coming in March. How that's that going to work is that EA is going to march into your house and bend you over, take your wallet and leave. Yeah. It's hey, it was a mistake. Yeah. We're doing it again. Yeah. It just worries me a little bit with all of their their upcoming games because I like Battlefield a lot. Respawn's a great developer. Anthem looks neat, but I'm just like, damn it, damn it. You want some even? No, they got you. You know. You want some even better news? It looks like fucking Microsoft wants to buy them. Uh, that is going to happen, but they. And it's the whole like blowing up of the story, I think, is kind of ridiculous. But apparently there was some talks about Microsoft maybe looking into buying EA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's this like crazy ass story out there that Microsoft has been thinking about buying EA, Valve, or PUBG. None of them make sense. But crazy shit can happen in this world. I don't think any of them make sense, though, just because Electronic Arts has sports games. Like, what's going to happen to them? It's going to be exclusive to Xbox. That's going to piss a lot of people off, and that leaves a lot of money, you know, on the table. Valve doesn't make any sense. Microsoft and Valve hate each other, and why would they buy Valve? just doesn't make sense. And then PUBG, I could see them buying uh, PUBG Corp. 
PUBG Core. Yeah. But, like, they're already, like, really partnered up with them. You know what I mean? So, like, they don't necessarily need to buy them. Because when people think of PUBG on a console, it's instantly going to be at Xbox, and it's probably always going to be Xbox. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just none of it makes sense. And I just, I, I think Microsoft probably needs to buy studios or create new ones because they need to get, you know, exclusive stuff and have just something like Sony has with Worldwide Studios where they just have a ton of really talented teams that just they always have something super exciting on the horizon they seem to let those teams on the horizon get it (laughs) and they always let those teams just do in a way like what they want and, and be creative and stuff that's what microsoft needs desperately so buying studios makes sense what i could see i don't think it would happen but i could see if microsoft like I said, I don't see this happening. But if they say to EA, how much money do you want for Bioware? You know what I mean? And then they maybe buy Bioware and buy IP rights to something or something. I could maybe see that. But buying EA as a whole, just that makes no fucking sense to me. But holy shit, just just think about the what ifs, though of just the landscape change that would have in video games. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, that's... that's but at the same time, like... Like I said, I, I, I think Microsoft needs to buy some sort of studios at some point. Um, it's unfortunate that recently they had to close some of their studios, like Lionhead or something, but... Um, at the same time, say they did buy EA... EA as a whole or whatever, you know, I feel like in a way that would kind of make people really upset in a way, because it's like, Hey, you want to play this franchise you really love? Can only play them on Xbox or PC or the Windows you know? store. Kinda yeah. Like, kind of like holding them hostage in a way. It's just a lot of really interesting, like what ifs, but I don't think any of them are really reality. Uh, the yeah. the to me the ideal situation is uh, Microsoft does buy EA but says hey fuck hardware you're either gonna play this on PlayStation Four Nintendo Switch or on the Windows Store and then Valve yeah, like if they just didn't give a shit yeah if they're like oh yeah hardware is not what we're doing well in the console market let's just let's just get the studios and publish games on we'll publish games on on console and on our on our windows store and make it really hard for valve um and then i'm just throwing out good sorry and then valve or valve run tries to fill in that vacuum in the console market and tries to make a an actual console not a steam machine i that's the most interesting scenario to me but that's not going to happen none of this is going to happen i think what's Microsoft ends up doing is just it creating studios with its capital that it has right now, just investing in building new stu- studios. I yeah, think, I think that's what or, happens. Yeah, either that or like funding projects from other companies. You yeah, know? I, I'd I be, see them doing a lot of that too. I'd be curious to see like if they go out and buy someone else, like maybe maybe an Obsidian, or maybe uh, that would be maybe, fantastic. Maybe they buy Housemark. Yeah, I think Obsidian would fit just fantastic under Microsoft's portfolio, but 
you know, I know they're a great developer though, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Just like, I'm just throwing this out as a complete theoretical. Like I really don't see this ever happening, but like Microsoft says, you know what? Hardware isn't our thing in this business, but we want to stay in video games and they become like the dominant service. If you know what I'm saying? Like PlayStation four connected to Xbox live and there was no PlayStation network. Cause I, I just think Xbox live is far superior. It's just a service sort of thing. And that's what they did. And they also published games and they were more of a services company, which is what they've always been, mm-hmm. you know, oh. always interesting, you know, what ifs in the video game industry, both past and, you know, in the future, but this ain't happening. No. But something that is happening. A sad thing is happening. Yeah. Paragon is shutting down April 26th. Yeah, we mentioned uh, either last week or the week before that a lot of uh, a lot of people were being moved from Paragon over to Fortnite development. And it appears it's for a very clear reason here. They're closing Paragon. April 26th. So, yeah, they're, they're uh, MOBA experiment which never really got a full release it was still in early access uh although i guess you could go buy retail versions of this video game that's the stupid world we live in right now where you can buy retail versions of unfinished video games it's i wonder if that was a sony thing doing the retail thing it's i don't know man because they 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 kind of partnered up with this game and yeah i mean it's unfortunate for sure um, you can get a refund for this game. You know, if you spend any money, like Epic will literally give their, your money back to you, which is kind of unheard of. Um, so at least they're not like taking your money and running with it. But uh, and hopefully not anybody is really losing a job. Hopefully they're all just transitioning to Fortnite or any other projects they have. You know, it, I mean, it sucks because I, I did enjoy Paragon, but it's it's just not a market it's such a hard genre to break into, you know, whether you have new ideas or not, like people like what they like in that genre. They want to play Dota two, They want to play league of legends or they want to play smite. And like, that's fucking it. You know, it's just hard to find an audience that maintain one in this genre. Yeah. I Epic is another interesting proposal for Microsoft. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, it almost felt like last generation that they were under Microsoft's wing with yeah. Gears of War because that they, they were only on Xbox, but my, you know that was more of just a great partnership. Mm-hmm. You know they didn't actually own them or anything. What Microsoft doesn't, what they can't do, is they can't buy a studio and say you're on this franchise and that's it. Yeah, like they need to let their teams breathe i think it's important to have your big franchises but or maybe let them go back and forth have something new yeah maybe have new franchises because i think at least from what i hear gears of war is done i i think no i don't know it's not done no and i think even with the story and everything it's not done i think halo is going to be done after their next game I don't think it'll be done. I think it will need a shot in the arm for something really new. You know, I think Forza is going to stop making Forza Motorsport and focus on Horizon and then maybe something else. 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love if if I don't know that, that had some new for that, sure. That I team that that team that was on Forza Horizon is making a different game though. So yeah, maybe apparently Fable. We'll see. Yeah, but they can't do that because that you know you look at all three of the major hardware manufacturers and you know with first party content and stuff and i think that's one thing that just makes playstation so magical is that they do always create new franchises and they take you know a risk on things and that's exciting like the amount of new ip that we've seen from playstation let's just say over the last two generations is really exciting you know and that's something that video games need and that's something that i think for those teams under playstation to still be happy to just be under them you know they have to just be able to always be creative like you have media molecule it's just doing fucking crazy shit or you have naughty dog that's able to to have to create a franchise in uncharted and do as many games as they want but then go create the last of us and then if they want they still go back and do uncharted you know or santa monica which is mostly just made god of war uh but you know now they're really breathing new life into what God of War is. Like, it's exciting stuff. And you look at Nintendo and their franchises are huge. They're iconic and everything. But some, you know, they they're always creative and fun, but still they always have that core to them that has always existed, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas PlayStation is like always just kind of doing something cool and new worlds and I don't know. Just something that I always kind of feel with PlayStation, at least. Yeah. I mean, you could always make the argument like, if you look at all the PlayStation exclusives coming up right now, they're all single player experiences, and they all kind of look the same. And I'm like, I don't know if I agree with you on that. Like, they're single player experiences, yeah, but to me, they all look different mm. enough to me. Talking about some uh, yeah. Sony IP coming out this generation. Oh, fuck yeah. Guess what, baby? We're getting Knack for free, baby. Woo! Mm. Mm. <laughs> coming Dude, out. Is- we got February's PlayStation Plus games, and Knack is on the list, and I am excited to play Knack. <laughs> yes. This is like the most hyped PlayStation Plus game ever. Like, people just been waiting for Knack to be free. It's cool. Hell yeah. But we're also getting Rhyme. Which, which was cool. originally supposed to be a PlayStation exclusive, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which it, it's weird how that came came around. But yeah, Rhyme. Is it, I forget what Rhyme is about. It's like, um, I think it's sort of like an adventure game uh, where, you know, there's puzzles and there's a world and it's a beautiful world and there's a story to it and, you know, it's more uh, I guess subtle storytelling and stuff. It it looks neat. Mm. I do want to play it. Uh, Also getting Spelunker HD uh, I guess Mugen Souls C on PS3, both of those games. Exile's End on Vita grand kingdom on vita which is also on ps4 and you can get starblood arena if you have a playstation vr through march 6th Mm-mm. seems like a good month at least with knack headlining man mm. are you gonna we should we should co-op knack 
We should play some fucking knack. Yes, we should. <laughs> if it has online co-op, I will play knack with you. All right, let, let's fucking do it. <laughs> and if not, the next time you're up here, we should just do what we did with Overcooked and play knack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then we'll play knack, too. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I mean, either way, we're playing knack. 2018 game of the year hell yeah we got some new games out this week also but they're not knack they they? they aren't knack but uh, i mean there there's some video games out here Uh, yo the art for this one what is up what there is a mix of styles here that i that clash and they don't look good together no, you have a ton of babes and then weird skeleton monsters and ooh, wow. A lot of these babes look like they should have been in the Royal Rumble event, which I watched and I enjoyed <laughs> my boy yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura coming out on top. He's going to get an overwatch, Matt, right? No. Why would you ever say that? <laughs> Why? Mm, that doesn't mm. sit well with me. What? Mm, you shouldn't. You shouldn't mistake those things just because they're Japanese. Okay. No, that's all. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. No, I'm it's Hanamura. About, yes, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. No, it's, no, 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 It's not some Japanese thing. It that is. That was the joke I'm trying to make. Hanamura. It's a dumb joke. Okay. Yeah, it is a very dumb joke, and I don't like it. I like it because it's really dumb and it makes you mad. Tell them about Bricks 2. Bricks 2 on PS4. <laughs> I'm about to shit. I'm gonna about to shit Bricks 2. Yeah. Bricks 2 is a classic retro arcade game with all new animated characters, new animated backgrounds, exciting new boss monsters, power-ups, and custom music. <laughs> Collect bonuses and power your way through more than 100 new levels. I'm glad this game has custom music. I don't care. But I do care about PlayStation VR games, such as Cold Iron. Coming out this week, there's a new sheriff in town. Every enemy is unique. Every duel is different. And every bullet counts. Cold Iron is a new genre for a new medium. Experience it exclusively in virtual reality. Next up is Dissidia Final Fantasy Neat. Neat? Neat? That's what you're going to... Okay. NT. Final Fantasy NT. Digital retail. Choose from more than 20 legendary Final Fantasy characters in battle in a unique three-on-three arena. Call forth familiar summons like Ifrit, Shiva, and Odin to dominate the opposing side or to turn the tide of the battle in each match. Okay, Tyler, I have a challenge for you. You don't have to name the characters that are in this game, but can you name 20? How many Final Fantasy characters can you name? Okay. Okay. Cloud, Sephiroth, Aerith, Lightning, mm-hmm. Noctis, okay, Ignis, okay, 
dude, there's a guy that is a pretty decent character, like in terms of the story, You're, Kingdom Hearts two, that is pissing me off, and I'm blanking on his name. You're at six He's from Final Fantasy eight. <sighs> Who's the main guy from Final Fantasy eight? I don't know his name. Um, I'm trying to think of Final Fantasy fifteen. Prompto. Okay. Gladios. Okay. Um, oh, he's the... No, no, no. Who's the bad guy from Final Fantasy VI? Damn it, that's going to bother me too. Oh. Just so you guys know out there listening, this is the kind of frustration I have to live with. Well, not live um, with, but, you know. I feel like I love I, this guy. I, yeah, I don't know. You got eight. You got I eight got, Final Fantasy characters. Yeah, but but there's two like on the tip of my wiener that who's the main character in Final Fantasy eight? Tyler. Frank's, Frank's disappointed. Tyler. Tyler. You've you. You need to play more Final Fantasy games. I mean, Probably. When you, yeah. if you ever have the chance to retire, you should play Final Fantasy games. Yeah, I probably should all of them from start to finish. Maybe not all of them, but I'm, this is fucking. Who's the main bad guy in Final Fantasy VI? Would it help you if I told you it began with a K? I think that's right. Final Fantasy Kefka. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Damn. I don't know. Uh, yeah. That, 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 that's about all I can name right now. I feel like the, um... Like, there's somebody from Final Fantasy X that I'm, you I've should- probably heard the name of a million times. There's the main dude, and then there's the chicks. The ladies. And also, I'm blanking on the, the chicks, the your your girlfriend's name for Final Fantasy 15. Gosh, you are just... Yeah. You couldn't even name half the amount of characters that are in Final Fantasy Dissidia. Or Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. You couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't even name half the number of characters in that game. I know. Do you know the character that's on this on the uh, cover here? Uh, let me get back to it. No, I do not. Who is that? That is the Warrior of Light. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know that. Squall. Yes. Tyler Squall. That's who I was thinking of. Yuffie. That okay? Okay. Hmm. Wait, Aron? That's a Final Fantasy character. I didn't know that. Tyler He's in Kingdom Hearts as well. Motherfucker, you're playing Kingdom Hearts when you should really be playing <laughs> Final Fantasy. You've already played those Kingdom Hearts games. Why did you play them again? <laughs> Because I still have more to play. I have to relive the whole story until 3 comes out. I have to be prepared. 
how many Kingdom Hearts characters can you name? Uh, like not pure, counting, purely not, Kingdom Hearts characters, just yeah, not not, not, not Disney characters, not Disney, not Final Fantasy. Oh fuck! <laughs> can you name ten Kingdom Hearts characters? <laughs> Holy shit! Mm, probably not. No. <laughs> Are there 10 Kingdom Hearts characters, or are they just borrowing from everyone else? Oh, no, yeah, there's 10 characters. Oh, fuck. There's definitely. I, you know, I haven't, mm, I haven't the slightest clue where to start. You know what? Who's the main character? (laughs) Sora. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um... It's what is it Riku? Riku, yeah. But that that shares a name with a Final Fantasy character, which is why that trips me up. Because Riku is in Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Hmm. He's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Kingdom Hearts characters because I don't play those games because they're inferior games to other games of the genre. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that statement, but that's okay. It's okay to disagree. You want to fight about it? (laughs) In EA Sports UFC 3? Oh! Which is out this week. EA Sports UFC 3 revolutionizes authentic fighting movement with real player motion tech. A new animation technology that delivers the most responsive and authentic athletic motion in sports gaming. Next up is Feral Fury. PS4. Long after humankind perished in the flames of the oil wars, the great panda empire is expanding throughout the galaxy as the new dominant power with the old world in ashes and an endless need for bamboo entire planets are turned into plantations in the flames of war are lit once again but i love that humanity has killed each other and pandas rise above i think that is a great future i also am absolutely astonished that they made the factual error of Pandas eat eucalyptus mainly. Right? I I don't know that one. Do do pandas (laughs) eat eucalyptus? This is a good show. I am... Panda's daily diet consists almost entirely of eucalyptus leaves. Not bamboo. Not bamboo. Yep. Bamboo. Eucalyptus, also known as gum trees. Oh. That's my new fighting move. You know, like, bam to the gut, and then boom, scare you. Get it? Get it? Get it? Sure, Get it. sure. Sure, sure. Okay. 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 <laughs> Let's... Uh, Hmm. This. What are they allowing on the PlayStation Store now? Furtakia Two. What the? Furtakia is back and better than ever. Match three or more cute animals and level up. Go ahead and move any row up or down. We dare you to discover this. It's ultra addictive 
gameplay. Why are match three games on the PlayStation? I don't know. I mean, Battle Chef Brigade on the Nintendo Switch. Very good video game. Yeah, but there's like but an there, actual like game portion to it. It's you know? not just a match three game. Right. Nightmares from the Deep Three, Davy Jones, PS4. Play the final chapter of the Fantastic Pirate Trilogy. Davy Jones and his undead crew appear once again to kidnap the museum custodian Sarah Black and force her daughter, Corey, to sign a dark pact. In order to save Corey, Sarah will travel through mysterious locations, solve plenty of puzzles, and learn the truth about the ghost of a beautiful young girl who roams Davy Jones's island. Hmm. <coughs> pirates are cool. Yeah, looks like pirates are in this year. Yeah, I've been watching the show Black Sails. Have you heard of that show at all? I've heard of it and never seen a lick of it. It's on, uh, it was on Stars. It's over now. That is final season last year, but that is a fucking fantastic show. It's about pirates. It's cool. I like, I like I could go on and on, but I will not. Please, please don't. Because we're running out of time and I'm running out of ammo. Oh. Out of Ammo is a video game on PlayStation VR. Out of Ammo is an intense virtual reality strategy game for PlayStation VR that puts you in the commander's seat against wave after wave of soldiers. Uh, next up is the Peerhead Arcade PS4. Play classic coin-operated games. Compete on global leaderboards. Get digital toys at the gift shop using tokens you've won. Man, that's a horrible description. <laughs> Mm. Next up is Railway Empire on PlayStation 4. Exploit the economic opportunities of the United States in an extensive campaign, working your way step by step from coast to coast across the giant across the this great continent. Next uh. up is Restless Spirit, PS4. The spirit of a girl appears in front of a father whose daughter is lost. This band filled with grief in his heart, follows the guidance of the spirit, wandering even deeper into the forest. Why has she shown herself? What is her purpose? The truth lies in the abyss of the forest. Okay. <laughs> Next up is Striker's Edge. Striker's Edge is a medieval dodgeball with weapons, ancient warriors, and special powers. Is Striker's Edge is a medieval dot? What the? All right, okay. <laughs> Challenge your opponents in online and local multiplayer. Ascend to the top of the ladder and become the best striker. Yeah, that's a bad sentence. Wow. Time recoil on Vita. Time recoil is a top-down shooter where you kill to slow time, experience amazing slow-motion gunfights, and trigger spectacular special moves. Because that's what I like about guns, when they move slow. Yeah. Mm. Finally, Wolverblade, rounding out this week's list. Help Britannia defeat the Romans in Wolverblade, a hardcore side-scrolling beat-em-up inspired by classics such as Golden Axe, Sengoku, and Knights of the Round. Bam. 
you can watch Tyler Perry's Boo 2 at Medea Halloween if you wanted to. I'm sure you could. I'm actually getting PlayStation View. Really? Which, because uh, our roommate that was paying for the, that had the uh, direct TV in their name moved out uh, this month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they simply, they wouldn't just simply transfer it over to me. They wanted him to turn the equipment in and then I would have to start a new contract with DirecTV. And their contracts start at 24-month contracts. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, yo, motherfuckers, I'm not going to be here for 24 months, and I am not paying the fee for when I leave. Yeah. So play, I'm gonna, that. I'm just going to go in for a PlayStation View. They have a package that has everything I need. Yeah. Yeah, let me know how that is, because I'd be curious for the future. Yeah. I will have updates on PlayStation View as it happens. Uh, looks like there's a new 30 for 30 I can watch. The two bills. That looks great. I want to watch that as well. That honestly looks good. Mm, all right. Well, that looks like everything we have for this week. Tyler, anything you're looking forward to? Um, just playing some stuff. Hopefully. I'm um, some near. Um, yeah. Oh, man. I'm, lo- I'm looking here at this order. You, you want to guess what I ordered on the internet today? Uh, is it a video game? No, it isn't a video game. You're close. It is video game related. Video game related. Kind Shoes. of. Barely. Closer. You're even closer with that. The place, uh, but the I PlayStation shoes. Uh, they don't go on sale until the tenth. Um, what I got was an Atari speaker hat, the Blade Runner version. Oh, because okay. that was a stupid thing. Yeah, and I, in the, I just had to have it. Yeah, I actually ran a Twitter. I I ran a Twitter poll because it turns out that uh, I got refunded some cash for something that I'm not getting anymore. So I decided, hey, let's go spend that cash on something dumb to make me feel better about myself. (laughs) And I'm getting an Atari speaker hat because why the fuck not? (laughs) I'll have a review for that shortly. As soon as that ships to me, it just shipped out today. So I'm excited right for that. Going to get in some more Monster Hunter. Going to finish Yakuza Zero. Going to finish Celeste. It's going to be a busy week for me. Yeah, buddy. When it comes to video games, but it's also a very tight schedule, busy for me because I'm going to have to edit this podcast in very short amount of time. So. Without any further ado, we will have to let you go for this week. If you want to contact us, you can do that via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. You can also find our Twitter account at PSReportPodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth on pretty much any social media platform. And you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids, Tyler. Buddy. You guys excited over there? Yeah. You excited for Black Panther this month? We are. Yes. That'll, that'll look that'll be good. We did our annual Super Bowl competition. Me and Sam. Uh, the winner of the Super Bowl is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles 31 
28. That's what it came down to. Sounds like an exciting game. Yeah, it was an exciting game for sure. Mm. Yeah. Sounds. You got in the Super Bowl. You watched the Super Bowl really quick. It is the worst Super Bowl imaginable for me. The two teams I despise. Wow. The two teams I despise the most. Um. The Patriots, for obvious reasons, are a bunch of cheating bastards who ruined the league. Um, And then the Eagles, because (sighs) let me tell you, I know some Eagles fans who are really rude about being Eagles fans. It's a fan base for sure. It's an interesting one. We're having a Super Bowl party tomorrow at work. There's going to be one person in a Patriots jersey. Hmm. Feel bad for that person. <laughs> I don't. You, dog. you support a, an evil team. Uh, <laughs> uh, until next week, though, which we will be live streaming on twitch.tv slash the Arctic Sloth. That's going to be a, an interesting project to see if I can pull it off. Um, but until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and... <laughs> Great. Fucking great. (laughs)